Hey, what the fuck is up, you metalcore heads? I am back. It is your boy, Jay. And what can I say? I'm back like I never left, man. Uh, it has been um, a hell of a couple of weeks here, guys. It has been a hell of a couple of weeks. A lot of things have been going on, a lot of different changes, a lot of different things going on uh, in the world. Uh, to be honest, I'm just trying to become, uh, you know, one with nature. I'm doing a lot more natural things. Uh, hey, I even try to plant-based burgers. So, I mean, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, guys, I've just been uh, getting more in tune with myself and, uh, you know, just trying to discover who I actually am, um, you know, as a man. And I think that's what, sometimes what we don't do, guys. You know, we don't really try to discover who we really are. Uh, you know, deep into the core. And that's why a lot of times we're lost. We're lost without drugs or we're lost without a relationship. As you can see with Valentine's Day, some people hated themselves because they didn't have a fucking date. You know, I got so many uh, female friends that are texting me and calling me like, damn, Jay, you know, like, man, I was lonely, on you know, during Valentine's Day. I didn't know what to do. You know, Valentine's Day sucked for me. I had to buy my own stuff. Like, hear me out, guys. Valentine's Day is not a mandatory holiday. You do not have to celebrate Valentine's Day. I'm sorry. You know, it may be a thing that we do here in the U.S., but it's not really a real holiday. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Uh, besides, you know... You can tell that it's a lot of uh, fakeness to it by how people um, are so braggadocious about their gifts. Like, oh, I received this many gifts, that many gifts. I mean, where's all your gifts during the year? You know, if that's the only day that you're showing people your gifts, then, I mean, obviously sums up with you. But anyways, I am renting again because I am a fucking Terminator retard, so... Uh, we'll go ahead and stop running there. Uh, but hey, guys, man, like I said, and I just want to give a shout out to um, all of the countries that are listening to my pod right now. Um, I just tuned in to look at uh, different countries uh, that are now currently uh, tuning into my pod. Um, I noticed that I also have a, a new country as in uh, Japan's now listening uh, and also the Philippines is also listening uh, so, you know, guys, I just wanted to take this time out and say, uh, you know, thank you guys very much. I do appreciate uh, everyone listening to the pot. Uh, it's about 21 different countries listening to it. And, uh, you know, like I, I'm just really appreciative of it. And, uh, you know, I've worked really hard to, uh, you know, do the research and, you know, discover a lot of things about music. And I love music, man. So... It's it's nothing for me to do this pod, trust me. It is absolutely nothing for me to do it. I absolutely love music, guys. But uh, anyways, uh, so on this episode, uh, we're going to have fun on this episode, guys. We are going to have fun. Um, this is going to be a fun episode. Uh, it actually won't be, um, you know, too, too long or anything. Uh, but this will be uh, a fun episode. So on this episode, we will be covering... Uh, the relationship in comparison between uh, MMA fighters, uh, specifically the UFC, and also uh, uh, metalcore, okay? So, or just hardcore means, let me just say hardcore. 
But uh, anyways, yes, so we're just going to be comparing that. And that'll be majority of the pod. I thought it would be really fun to basically compare fighters to uh, bands. You know, that way it kind of gives, you know, new listeners insight into some bands and how the relationship between a fighter may display uh, with a band. And I just thought that would be really cool. And, uh, you know, we want to also want to have some fun on here. So I figured I would do that. And I also have an honorable mention on that as well. Um, I did want to do overall MMA and not just UFC, but in light of the um, UFC event that just passed uh, this Saturday with Kamaru Usman defeating Gilbert Burns via uh, a knockout. I was very impressed by that. That is something about me, guys. I, I do really like MMA. And so, you know, on this episode, I'm going to let you guys get to know me better, right? Uh, so we're going to discuss a lot of things um, that are, you know, more endearing to me, uh, like MMA. And we're also going to be discussing who had the greatest theme song in the WWF slash E. Who had the greatest theme song? You know, there's been so many great theme songs uh, from voices to... Uh, Batista song to so many different songs and we're gonna cover who had the greatest song in the WWE slash F you guys are gonna find out what my pick is like I said I really do appreciate all the countries that are tuning in I really really do appreciate that guys rocking out with your boy Jay I'm hardcore as ever but I do also enjoy and like other different types of music And that's going to also be unraveled in this episode. So, hey, guys, stay tuned. Like I said, we're going to be covering uh, all the other music and and different type of genres that I like. Also, we're going to be comparing uh, UFC to bands. And we're going to top it off with what is the greatest WWE or WWF song of all time. Theme song. See you guys soon. What's up, guys? It is your boy, Jay, and I hope you guys have been staying as metal as I have been. If I find out that one of you motherfuckers has not been being as metal as I think you should be, I will fucking find you. And I do carry butter knives, and they do slice skin, contrary to popular belief. They do pierce skin, okay? And I do carry butter knives, okay? So... Uh, Moving on, uh, here we go. We have this segment, guys. Uh, What I believe should be a fun segment, which is comparing uh, UFC athletes. I compiled a list of what I believe are potentially the 22 greatest UFC fighters today. Of course, I had to include all of the champions. And I just wanted to... Compare them to a band, you know, give them a little bit of a breakdown and, 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 you know, say why I would compare them to that band. And, you know, there are 22. So, guys, we're going to hop right into this and tell me if you guys agree. Like I said, I'll leave the link in the description. Maybe you guys disagree. Maybe you don't. Uh, But we'll dive right into it. Okay, Uh, the first UFC fighter is one of my favorite 
He is the heavyweight champion of the world. And he's a firefighter, which you probably, if you saw him, you wouldn't think he's the heavyweight champion of the world. We give it up for Stipe Miocic. And the band I compared him to is Betraying the Martyrs. I compared him to Betraying the Martyrs because Betraying the Martyrs has always had consistency as a band. And I believe that they approach music the same way that Stipe approaches his fights. They're very solid. And I just don't think they make a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, and, and obviously they've grown and gotten better every album, just like Stipe has every fight. So there you go. The next fighter is John Jones. I compare him to Protest the Hero. And I compare him to Protest the Hero because I believe that John Jones is just as experimental as Protest the Hero, um, as shown by Protest the Hero's album covers. And also protest the hero's ability to seemingly swap genres every song, but do it better than anybody else with a close second being dance, Gavin dance, but protest the hero. I give him John Jones because John Jones is very unpredictable. One night he might be TKOing someone in the first round. The next night he might be running over a pregnant lady that's walking across the street. So, because he's intoxicated. So, that's John Jones, one of the most polarizing uh, fighters in the world. John Jones, protest the hero. Izzy, a.k.a. Israel Adesanya. I compare Izzy, who's also one of my favorite fighters, to IC Stars, which is probably my second favorite band. I just believe that that's a fair comparison because IC Stars are... Also experimental. I actually have them playing in the background right now if you can hear the songs Portals. But I just believe that IC Stars push the envelope on hardcore music and they do it better than anyone else. Uh, we just mentioned Protest the Hero. They also do it, but I don't think anyone really does it on as high of a level as IC Stars. And Hence is why I have so much Icy Stars merch, by the way. But anyways, I believe Izzy is compared to Icy Stars because Izzy is very, very skilled. And I believe that he can win fights in many different ways, just like Icy Stars can make great songs in many different ways. Moving on, Uz Kamar Usman. Usman, I compare to Chelsea Grin because Kamar Usman is... Uh, very granite. He's very, he's hard to knock down. And for a lot of people that say he has boring fights, well, that's funny because he always, pretty recently, he's been knocking dudes out. And I feel like that's what Chelsea Graham brings to the table. They always, especially when you see him live, they always have songs that get people knocked out because they're Chelsea Grin. And they're, you know, pretty granite, just like Kamar Usman. Uh, Khabib. Khabib Nurmagomedov. I compare him to uh, Lorna Shore because Lorna Shore, they are extremely dominant, I just would say. That's the only thing I think about when I think about Lorna Shore. They're just an extremely dominant band. There's not many people that do deathcore better than them, mm -hmm. if any at all. 
and they're just they're just dominant. And obviously, Gabib is dominant. Twenty nine and zero has never lost. Moving on, uh, Volkanovski, Alexander the Great Volkanovski. I compare him to asking Alexandria, and the reason I compare him to asking Alexandria is because. Ask Alexandra has been a model of consistency. If you did not watch my last podcast, it was titled Four Horsemen. You definitely want to check that one out. It was a really good, fun episode for sure. And Ask Alexandra was the president and the, the head of the snake because they have been not necessarily the most consistent, but just also they... They were like founders of a movement, you know, they, they, the movement of metalcore, no one really pushed the envelope and made it sound as well in their peak as Asking Alexandria. So, especially consistently from album to album. So, with that being said, I believe that Volkanowski, uh, he gets better. I mean, never, he always looks better every fight and... Ascanzandra manages to stay around, you know, like 13 years, 14 years later. And they're, they're, they're actually, you know, their last album was actually pretty good. And I believe that some Volkanowski could do. He could be at the top for a long time. Moving on, Pewter Jan. Pewter Jan, I compare him to Memphis Mayfire. Reason being, uh, Pewter Jan is very explosive. But Pewter Jan also has a very technical side to him. To where he doesn't really make mistakes. And I believe Memphis Mayfire, they are explosive. They have some really explosive songs that are that are, are heart-wrenching. However, Memphis Mayfire does also have uh, you know that technical side to where they can be more laid back and, and you know pretty chill. And it reminds me of Peter Yan, you know, he can be chill, but then he might just explode out of nowhere. So Peter Yan, Memphis Mayfire. Uh, Davidson Figueredo. I compared him to Cold, the band Cold Orange. Reason being, Cold Orange is very, uh, very head scratchingly head banging. <laughs> that is basically how I would um, uh, basically characterize Cold Orange. You know, Cold Orange goes crazy. It's a lot of different growls, a lot of different. Uh, technical flares and a lot of shits going on uh, when you listen to Cold Orange, and I just and that just pretty much reminds me of Davidson Figueroa because the man's just a wild guy. You know, you just never know what to expect from him, but you do know that he's going to be explosive, and that's pretty much like Cold Orange. Um, Amanda Nunes, I compared her to the band Shadow of Intent. And I really, really love Shadow of Intent. They're a really good band. And I really, really love Amanda Nunes. I just believe that Amanda Nunes has crazy knockout power. Uh, by far the greatest uh, female MMA fighter of all time. If not the greatest MMA fighter of all time. The way she's trending. Uh, you know, And we're not sexist over here. We give women credit. So, yes, Amanda Nunes is probably the GOAT of MMA. I don't give a fuck, okay? She's probably the GOAT, guys. I'm sorry. It's not Conor McGregor, <laughs> you casuals. But anyways, um, yeah, I compared to Shadow of Intent, you know, because I just believe that they're both very uh, great at what they do, but they're also very, 
very uh, dominant and explosive. And uh, Madden Nunes can catch it with that right hand at any time. And Shadow of Intent, especially at a concert, can get someone knocked out or bloody on the ground at any time. So Shadow of Intent, Amanda Nunes. Valentina the Bullet Chef, Shingo right after. Also one of my favorite fighters. I love her style. I just love her swagger. Um, I compare her to the band Currents. Uh, Currents because I just believe Valentina Shevchenko is just very, very sound. She's extremely sound. She doesn't always knock people out, but she's very, very sound. But in, but she definitely finishes majority of her fights, but she's just very, very sound. You know, just doesn't make mistakes. Uh, Currents. Uh, they haven't been around for a very long time, but uh, the three albums, yeah, I believe it's three albums that they released. Can't name them all right now, unfortunately, from the top of my head, but the three albums that they released are all good. So, so far, so good, man. You know, they have an A on the test and right now they, they just seem really sound too, you know? It's not too many bands that have been around for a long time that's never made a bad album, so... We'll see if it. We'll see if they miss eventually, but so far they haven't. Okay, so uh, Zhang Weili, uh, Zhang Weili, I compare it to Meshuga. The reason being, I compare her to Meshuga is because uh, Meshuga is very progressive, and I believe that you know Zhang Weili, uh, coming from the country she comes from. Uh, the different elements and the different swagger that she brings to the fight game is amazing. It's awesome. She's growing on me and becoming one of my favorite fighters in general. And what she did against Joanna jo- Jocek was amazing. And I just believe that uh, when you compare her to Mashaga, you can see the progressiveness that they both have and how their progressiveness has made them stars in their respective fields. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, I compare him to Fit for a King. And the reason I compare Cody Garbrandt to Fit for a King is because uh, Fit for a King, they might make a really chill song. Uh, they may they may take a few songs off. But when they make great songs, they make great songs. There's times where I listen to a Fit for a King song and I'm just thinking like, damn, is, is this possibly the best band in the world? Like, are they? And there's times where you watch Cody Garbrandt fight and you think, this guy could be the best fighter in the world. Like, they both have that type of potential, but you know what they say about potential? Potential is just potential. But I compare Cody to uh, Fit for a King. Uh, Max Holloway. I compared Max Blessed Holloway to Architects, and the reason I compare Max to Architects is because Architects, they're very fast, they're very good, and Architects, they, they just, they're really just fucking good, man, you know, they, they don't ever really have boring albums, you know, boring records, and this reminds me of Max, you know, uh, Max rarely loses, but even... You know, in its few losses, he's never had a boring fight. It just reminds me of Architects. I don't think that Architects has ever really had a boring album. So, I'd give it to Architects on that one. 
Architects, and Max Holloway. Uh, George Mosfidal, Game Bread Mosfidal, a.k.a. Street Jesus, a.k.a. The Resurrection, a.k.a. I Eat My Pizza as a Sandwich, a.k.a. I Smoke a Shit Ton of Cigars, a.k.a. I Used to Fight in Kimbo Slice's Backyard for $500 to becoming a BMF chimp. Uh, George Masvidal, I compare him to Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, the reason that I compare him to Bring Me the Horizon is because I believe that uh, George's ability to age like fine wine, um, his ability to become better in time, which a lot of fighters don't do. You know, as they are getting older, they usually don't become better. But that's exactly what Masvidal has done. And that's exactly what Bring Me the Horizon has done. Uh, you look at Bring Me the Horizon uh, since their early days to now, they've somehow gotten better, in my opinion. And uh, some people might disagree with that, but I, I truly believe that. And that's why I believe that that's a fair comparison. Uh, moving on, uh, we have Dustin Poirier which we compare him to Motionless in White. Just so happens to be my favorite band, and I compare Dustin uh, Poirier to him. I'm pretty sure you guys that have uh, been regular listeners know that Motionless is my favorite band, but no, that does not mean Dustin Poirier is the greatest fighter ever or that he's the best fighter or that he's my favorite fighter even. It's just uh, the comparison is more so just about the fact that Dustin Poirier has been a model of consistency. You know, he doesn't have many losses. I believe he has like five or six losses, but he also has like 24 wins. And that's a really good MMA record, in my opinion. It's a really good, really solid record, considering all the facts that how, considering all the ways you can lose a fight. And I just believe that Dustin Poirier, you know, the guy's destined for the Hall of Fame and He's just a model of consistently, like Motionless and White, you know. Uh, they've never had a bad album, except for The Whore. The Whore was uh, a, li a little fishy, but um, but even then, you saw the potential. But, yeah, they've never had a bad album. That was more of a demo anyway, but, yeah, I believe that Motionless is just as consistent as uh, Dustin Poirier is. So it's a fair comparison. Moving forward, we have Henry Suhudo, even though he is technically retired, uh, but no one really believes that. He's just holding out for money, obviously. But uh, we compare him to Between the Barrett and Me. And the reason's obvious. It's very obvious. This was a very easy one for me. Between the Barrett and Me has won a shit ton of hardcore awards. Who's more accomplished? As far as winning belts and awards uh, than Henry Cejudo. So that's an easy one, guys. Awards on rewards for both. So Cejudo between the bear and me. Uh, moving on, we have Robert Whitaker and Outline in Color. I really like Outline in Color. Um, I've said on an episode before they were a band that I had recently discovered. And they're really fun, you know. They're, they're really fun to listen to. I like the way I like the way they play their music. It's just it just feels different than anything else, and um, they're, they're just really fun to listen to. 
And I compare them to Robert Whitaker because Robert Whitaker never has boring fights, you know. And not just that he doesn't have boring fights, but he's just he's just a good guy, you know, even outside of fighting. And it just seems like outline and color, when you look at them and you see what they're doing on their social media, they just seem like good guys. And um, that's pretty much why I would compare them to Robert Whitaker. Now we have Derek Lewis and the Devil Wears Prada. I believe this is a good comparison because Derek Lewis is extremely fucking funny, but also explosive. And when you have that combination of being a funny guy and you're explosive, who better to compare you to than the Devil Wears Prada? Devil Wears Prada, if you look at a lot of their song titles, you know, back when they were making albums like Plagues and so uh, and so much and so on, um, you know, they had really funny names, really, really funny names, you know. Let me actually go in, uh, let me go check some out for you guys. I can't leave you guys on a hanger like that. So on the album Plagues, they have songs called Reptar, King of the Ozone, Nickels is Money Too, <laughs> uh, HTML Rules Dude. You know, just some funny ass songs. And that's why I thought it was a good comparison to compare them to Derek Lewis because Derek Lewis is funny. But he also is extremely explosive, which what better fit could you have than the Devil Wears product? Okay, so uh, moving on, we have Hamzat Shemaev, which is the new superstar in the UFC, who finishes guys always in the first round, and you're lucky if you stay in there longer than three minutes. I compare Hamzat Shemaev to the Black Dahlia murder, because when he gets in the octagon, he's looking to murder shit. And it's just that simple. There's nothing else to discuss. The Black Dahlia murder... Murders, Hamzat murders. Moving on, uh, we have Kobe Covington. Uh, I compare him to Marilyn Manson, the band Marilyn Manson. And the reason being is because it's actually pretty obvious. I mean, Marilyn Manson is probably the, one of the most controversial, polarizing figures, enigmas, and music history. Uh, we, we do have to give... Black Sabbath, an honorable mention. But, uh, you know, Marilyn Manson is one of the more controversial uh, uh, bands of all time. And Kobe Covington is one of the most controversial guys in UFC history with his whole political stance and just the way he runs his mouth. So I think that was a pretty good comparison. Uh, two more guys. Uh, we have Yam Blackowitz. And we compare him to Angel Maker. The reason being, Angel Maker, every time I listen to one of their songs, it just sounds like someone's punching me in the fucking face and potentially about to knock me out. And what better comparison than the Polish Hammer, guys that just fucking slaps and knocks people out. So it's different with that Polish power, man, you know. You Polish people, man, you guys are built different. I want to visit. I want to visit Poland one day. See how it is out there. Pretty sure it's extremely fucking cold. So I don't know. That might be a tough one, guys. I know I got some Poland listeners, but uh, that might be a tough one. 
And that's it. But we do have an honorable mention, which he didn't make the cut because you didn't have to be a champion to make the cut. But you can't have like one law, one win in four years. But he's notorious and he's the guy that have brought a lot of people to watch MMA in general. And he's the greatest superstar in MMA history. So how can you not mention the notorious one? The Irish King, the proper whiskey guy himself, which happens to be one of my favorite whiskeys, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. And we compare him to We Butter the Bread with Butter because Conor McGregor is a showman and he is pretty fucking funny with the rants and the shit that he does. However, he hasn't been really doing that much lately, but when he does it, He's really funny, but he's really fucking explosive. And that's why we got to give him We Butter the Bread with Butter because they're they're funny as shit. But they're fucking head banging. So there you go, guys. I hope you enjoy this list. I'm going to go through it real quick. Uh, if you guys got any criticisms, maybe I'll left anyone off. Out, just let me know. Uh, Stipe betraying the martyrs. John Jones protest the hero. Izzy, I see stars. Usman, Chelsea Green. Khabib, Lorna Shore. Volkanowski, asking Alexandra. Pewter Young, Memphis May Fire. Davison Figueredo, Code Orange. Amanda Nunes, Shadow of Intent. Valentina, The Bullet, Currents. Zhang Wei Li, Mashuga. Cody Garbrandt, Fit for a King. Max Holloway, Architects, George Masvidal, Bring Me the Horizon, Dustin Poirier, Motionless and White, Henry Suhudo, Between the Buried and Me, Robert Whitaker, Outline and Color, Derek Lewis, The Devil Wears Prada, Hamza Shemaev, The Black Dahlia Murder, Colby Covington, Marilyn Manson, Jan Blockowitz, Angel Maker, and Conor McGregor, as the honorable mention, with We Butter the Bread with Butter. Thank you guys for hanging out in this segment. Uh, And the next segment we're going to be doing is some of my favorite music and also who had the greatest theme in WWF slash WWE history. You're going to hear my opinion on that. And see you guys soon. What the fuck is up, guys? It is your boy, Jay. It is me. I am back here, guys. What the fuck is up? Have you guys been staying fucking metal, man? I hope you guys have, man. Have you been fucking staying fucking metal? Okay, guys. Now, we're going to get into uh, some of my other music that I like. And... um, you guys might be surprised. You might um, actually be a little surprised on some music that I like. Well, let's be honest, man. We all got skeletons in our closet. But I do not feel ashamed to share uh, other music that I like because you can be metal as fuck. I want you guys to be brutal as shit, but be your true self. If you don't feel as though you can listen to hardcore music and also listen to other music, then don't. But... Just be your true self. Whatever whatever your ear likes, always follow your ear, man. Uh, some of the other artists that I listen to are as follows. I do listen to um, some lights. Um, lights. Uh, the 
girl that is married to Boo Boken, by the way. I really like Lights, man. She, she's really good. I do listen to some weekend shit, The Weeknd. Uh, what else do I have here? I listen to Foster the People, you know, a little, a little lighter. Listen to, uh, I listen to Marina, believe it or not, uh, formerly known as Marina in the Diamonds. I do listen to Marina. Uh, listen to Marshmallow. I listen to that EDM shit, you know. I am still a part-time DJ, so I kind of have to listen to that shit, you know. Got to keep up with all the great EDM shit going on. Marshmallow, Dat Sick. My favorite EDM artist actually is Time Size. I like Two Scratch as well, though. Um, let's see. Who else do I like here? I got some St. John stuff. Um, of course, I listen to classic rock as well. Let me see. What do we got here? Yeah, listen to dance music. I guess that's EDM too. Uh, like Jonas Blue and shit. But yeah, God, for the most part, that's pretty much it. Um, as you can see, I got some R&B uh, shit in here, man. You know, sometimes I just like to kick back. I might, you know, be a little moody. Uh, you know, just some shit to make me relax and think for sure. I like Elena Barraz. Um, I actually like uh, Spanish music as well, reggaeton. Like some, I got some J Balvin here. I got some uh, Ozuna. A little bit of Bad Bunny. Darrell. Yeah, guys, I got, I got, I got a bunch of Spanish music here. Uh, we Yadel. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm very versatile with this. Okay. One of the most hardcore people you will ever meet. But I am very, very versatile with this because I live my true self and I will never stop living my true self. And that's what life is about, guys. Just live your true self. You know, you can listen to Fallout Boy all day and then the next day listen to fucking periphery like I am right now, you know. But, um,. Yeah, just stay your true self. Always be you and uh, never change for any fucking body. Uh, in my... Uh, the best song from WWE slash WWF of all time, I have to go with... Break the Walls Down. I have to go with Break the Walls Down. I'm sorry, guys, if you don't agree with that. But I got to go at Break the Walls Down by Jim Johnston. Just the all-time best great song, man. Break the walls down. And Chris Jericho's just coming out there. The soul's about to rock what you want. Baby, you know it's Judas and I'm your priest. Like, come on, bro. Like, that shit was fucking insane, man. By the way, who would win a Fatal 4 match? All guys in their prime. Chris Jericho, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brett the Hitman Hart, and The Undertaker. Who do you guys think win that shit? That would be crazy. That would be crazy. I think that Chris Jericho would end up winning it by cheating or finessing 
Let's be honest, like, in the world of fucking WWE slash F, man, like, most of the wrestlers won that, that could finesse shit, so. But, uh, guys, this was a really fun episode. Had, um, some great fun research. Uh, before I uploaded this, but guys, here we are. Uh, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Um, I'm not going to um, take as much time as I did last time. Uh, a few more things I want to throw out there. Uh, there has not been many great projects this year so far. I know we're only in February, but there has not been a, a ton of great projects uh, yet so far. So I can't really dabble on into that as much. But um, so we'll just probably be having some fun episodes right now. Unfortunately, like I said, you know, there has there just hasn't been a lot of great content uh, to listen to right now. Uh, as far as new stuff uh, is concerned, but uh, like I said, guys, you know, just uh, just stay tuned. I'll be doing some more uh, episodes coming up here. I do want to say my song of the week. I might start doing that song of the week. Uh, my song of the week is Immortal by Lorna Shore. It is Immortal by Lorna Shore. I fucking love that song. Uh, so, yeah, go listen to that shit right fucking now. You know why you're going to listen to it? Because your foot's on the pedal and you're going to do what? Stay metal. I'm out, guys. <laughs>